Hi guys, Esther Kesmira here and welcome to another one of my episodes and thank you so much for your feedback. I loved reading about it and a lot of the questions were about the last two episodes I've been talking about bookkeeping and I like that so many of you are taking interest in your numbers and taking interest in the fact that you need a, a good bookkeeper because then you are in the right space, you know, then you are actually focusing on the right things for your business to work because these are things that are easily ignored and you play catch up at the end of the year but you lose out on a lot so i like that people are being responsive people are being open-minded about technology because that's the space that we need to be in in order to really grow our businesses you know because i believe in a business thriving not just surviving you know a business should not survive if you have a good service or a good product and people love it, why should you survive? But so many businesses are like that because of the way they are managed. So they're making the money, but they're not really having processes that are making them enjoy the business and make it thrive. A lot of making it thrive is growing it and growing it is where the challenges are, believe you me. Starting a business is easy, you know. All you need to do is just register at company's house and you have a business. And then getting your product is easy. All you have to do is pay for it, you know. You can get a loan, you can use savings, you can use anything. And then getting people to buy it can be challenging because now you have to become a marketer and a salesperson. And so many business owners I meet say, I'm not a salesperson. And I'm thinking, yes, you are. If you run a business, you're a salesperson. If you exist in this world, you're a salesperson. How do I know that? If you have kids, you know, you're a salesperson because they're trying to get something from you and you're trying to bargain with them. That's sales. You know, daddy, mommy, I need new shoes. Oh, no, but your old shoes are still working. No, they're not because they, they're torn here. Where are they torn? They are not torn. You know, all those negotiations make you a salesperson. Say you want a lease you know, for your business. That sells if you're negotiating the lease and saying, listen, give me 10 years instead of five. You're selling, but you don't realize it. But that's what selling is. So every day you're selling. Every day. When you're looking at products and thinking I can get them cheaper somewhere else, you know, you're selling. So you're a salesperson. And running a business involves sales. So anyway, that's so that's part of it. Now, the other part is realizing that to grow a business, there are things you need to focus on and a lot of the things around numbers because numbers are what will drive you to employ that marketing consultant who will really blow your business up. Sales involves buying those better products which will make you attract even higher level customers and grow your business. So everything sits on your money. And that's why I'm so passionate about it because once you get that, you, I've watched businesses grow, you know. I really have. I have met people who have started businesses and they're starting out, you know, and they've, they, and, and we've become, they've become my client and we've started working together and their businesses have grown. You know, they get VAT registered, their, their revenues grow, then they get into six figures and, and, and they're doing well. And they employ staff and everything. But they're doing things differently, 
you know they're monitoring different things <clears throat> in order to get their business there they're bringing in people who know more than them in the areas they want to grow but to get there you need to understand how to get there and how to get there is to have the cash and that's why cash is king because once you have the cash then you're able to grow but if you're not monitoring your cash then you won't be able to grow and that's where so many businesses are they're like ah oh, you know i wish i could get stuff but I'm, i i won't be able to pay them but how do you know you know so many people say i don't know how to pay i don't know if i'll be able to afford an, an extra member of staff or even hire someone because you know i don't have money but you don't know because you haven't done the numbers you haven't sat down to see whether you can actually afford someone because you don't know how much money your business is actually spending every month you know to the pound or to the dollar so but when you know when you have they say clarity is power when you have that clarity then you're able to say ah i can't afford someone you know so let me get this person let me get a really good person because actually we can afford a really good person and let them come in and do that piece of the business i don't want to do and that they're good at and that's how you'll grow your business if you don't have the numbers you know and there's there's scanty details you have estimates because a lot of business owners i've met have estimates oh yeah yeah i think you know okay i have 30000 in the bank so you know that's how much money i've made no you don't know how many invoices you need to pay you know you might need to pay invoices worth 40000 then you're in serious trouble but if you know exactly what's happening then you're able to make that decision so anyway now that's why we're here and that's why you're listening in because then how do you move up you know so many people say to me okay so esther you've said you know you've you've talked about bookkeeping and now i'm focusing on my numbers so how do i move up and moving up involves now delving deeper into how you operate you know so many people say i'm starting a business so do i need a bookkeeper yet you know do i need to to hire someone or can i do it myself but when do i do it do i do it now do i do it a year later and i tell them start as soon as you can start because when you start you're now when you start you are you start to build your financial statements you know you start to build it's it's like you're now mapping your way to the end of the year because first of all you are reducing your workload hugely because you if you're starting out your business has not yet really become busy you know so now you have the extra time to actually sit down and say do you know what let me get all the invoices for last week let me get all the sales i made you know let me get my bank account let me connect all these things into this beautiful software you know let me see how i can organize myself when you start to get into that when your business starts to pick up and get busy you're already in the system you already have this routine going where every week or every day you're collecting everything that you've recorded you know so i advise people to start as soon as they can so that's for a new business 
But then there are also people who have been in business for a while. They've used different accounting systems or they want to change an or system. Or, you know, they've had somebody who has done the books, but now they're looking to, you know, change them or change the books or ch whatever. So they're like, so what do we do? You know, we've been using this system, but, you know, we need to upgrade. We need to maybe... I've been doing it myself and now I'm getting too busy. So I need someone who can help me, you know? So there are people who have had existing businesses and they're looking to streamline everything. They're like, everything is everywhere, you know? Maybe we're still using paperwork. So what do we do? You know? What do we do? So there are two things. You can decide to get a good bookkeeper. and Not a bookkeeper, but a good bookkeeper. And a good bookkeeper is somebody who has a certification. And that certification has to be something they've done for a while. So we're talking somebody who maybe has a finance degree or is AAT or one of those accounting bodies, like a proper accounting body, not a certification they got somewhere for three weeks. And they major in the software you want to move to that's if you know the software you want to move to they major in it what do i mean by that they have used it and you can prove they have used it how do you prove that you need to ring a customer who has worked with them using that software and why do i say that so many people will say no nah, as long as somebody comes and they have an idea about the software they can use it you've never been more wrong because you're really this is money you know you can't afford to get somebody who has scanty information about a software to come and work in your business because, trust me, things can go bad really, really quickly. And it can damage the relationship you have with your customer. How? They can send out the wrong statement if they don't understand how the software works. You know, They can decide to record things and they don't know whether... Because these softwares these days are really automated. So... If one does not understand how software works, you're in trouble. You're in serious trouble because it can automatically do stuff and then they can send out the wrong information. It is so easy now as compared to before. Before it was manual. So somebody would have to really do a lot of hard work to mess things up. But now it's easy. So that's why getting somebody who can prove they've worked with the software, and we're talking like two years, is somebody to focus on you find these people on linkedin you know you go on linkedin and put the type of software you're looking for and you see all these guys who have worked with it and they have recommendations at the bottom if they don't you ask them you say listen are you looking for work can you give me a number of someone you've worked with in this software and they'll tell you so if they have a combination of certificates of accounting and the software you've used that's a good bookkeeper you know for them to mess up it would have to take a lot if they have those two things so those are only two things to look out for i would i would believe of course their personality has to come into play because a lot of the time they may be you know communicating with your customers so you want them to be courteous that comes with the territory and you can find that from the interviews you know you ask them questions and you see their reaction to how they answer the questions you know but I think those are the three things to focus on if you're looking for a good bookkeeper. So, you have your existing business, you've got your perfect bookkeeper. Now what? 
<laughs> you know, they're working, you're paying them. Now what? Now what is you're looking at your figures every month and seeing whether they're growing or they're not growing. So even this is for a new business. If you have a new business and you're looking at your figures, obviously you cannot compare to the year before. But if you have an existing business, always compare to the year before and say, how did I do last year? Of course, now we're in a pandemic, so things have changed. But you can still say, let me compare to the past three years and see where I'm at now, you know. So you can play around with the reporting. And that's another episode I'm going to do about delving deeper into the numbers. But right now, just to get into that headspace of, yes, I know I need to focus on my books. And if I'm going to focus on them, how am I going to focus on them? New business, log on to xero.com zero. There are so many advisors on there. So you can set it up yourself. You can find somebody to help you. There's a lot of help out there. How do you collect your information? I use Dext, D-E-X-T dot com. So that will collect all your paperwork. And those two softwares talk to each other. So one to collect your paperwork, Dext, zero to do your accounting. And once you have those two, you're in business. But if you feel you need more information and you're thinking, uh, yeah, okay, all well and good, I don't have the time, or I need some guidance, then attend my webinar. So I have a webinar every month. I'm trying to do it every week. And this webinar is bookkeepingthatworks.com forward slash webinar. And when you register for that webinar, then for one and a half hours, I'm showing you these softwares. You know, I'm talking to you about them, how they work, why you should use them, and etc, etc. So it's a good thing to, to do if you want to now take it to another level, you know. You want to really sign up and get your numbers done once and for all so that you have that routine and everything is working perfectly for you. And then you're able to focus on your business. But more importantly, make those crucial decisions. And people are wondering, crucial? Yes, crucial. If you look at your numbers every month, you're able to know whether to put your prices up or not. That's one. Two, you're able to know which products to put your prices up on because you're able to see how those products have been selling. That's important, guys. You're able to look at how much you've been spending buying products as compared to last year. Do you need to change a supplier? You know? To, to get to find a cheaper one but with the same value? What else? Do you know which products to completely scrap? Because they're not really selling. And they're wasting your money because you're spending a lot of money buying them and shipping them out. You know, and storing them. You know, they're the most products you have in, in storage. So they're, they're, they're getting obsolete. So... Those are crucial decisions, guys. I can't even tell you. Crucial. But the only way you'll know them is when you're on top of everything. And today, technology will take you there. So, what do you do next? You have your bookkeeper. Everything is working well. Or you've decided to do your own books. Everything is working well. Then you start to move to the next level and say, since everything is working well, I need to look at my numbers every month. And a lot of the time, the first line I discuss with 
business owners is how much cash came in and how much cash left the business. And we're talking about the lump sum. We're not talking about, oh, this was sales, oh, this was this. No. We first look at the totals and say, how much cash came in? 65 grand, 65,000 pounds. My son keeps telling me to speak properly. <laughs> so 65,000 pounds came in or $65,000 came in. How much money left the business? 42,000. Good. So we're in a positive cash position. So that's the first thing I focus on in a business. I can't even tell you. Because as I said, cash is king. So you have to know how much cash went in, how much cash went out in order to start drilling down. So many people jump down and look and say, oh, how much? But you have to start from the top and say, okay, if this is how much cash came in, where did it come from? Did I put a loan in if you're the director, you know? Were you running out of cash and you decided to put, I don't know, 50,000 pounds in? Or, how I, or was it from sales? Where was the money from? So that's when you start to go deeper. 42,000 pounds left the business. Why? You know, I only paid 10,000 pounds in salaries. So why 42? You know, where was the other money? So that's when you start to ask those crucial questions. And that's when you start to look at your numbers carefully. So the reason why I say compare is because you start to get red flags if you look at maybe the previous year. And you look at the previous year and you, you see 100,000 pounds came in and 20,000 pounds was spent. And you're thinking, so what, what is different that happened? You know, what is different that happened? And that's when you start to get the answers by looking at the numbers. So <clears throat> that's why it's so, so, so important to have those crucial numbers in front of you because then you start to ask the right questions. But without those numbers, you can't even ask one question. Because you don't know how much money came in. You don't know how much money left. So that's why you see, as soon as I meet someone, I love networking. Networking is like my favorite thing. So you can imagine how I survived the pandemic, you know? I, I, like not being able to leave the house and meet people, it was killing me. So I'm quite excited that, you know, People are being vaccinated, things are reopening, and I'm going to start networking because this pandemic was painful. But the first thing I do when I meet someone, when I meet business owners, that's the first question I ask them. And from that question, I'm able to know, one, how much they care about their numbers, and two, whether they're actually on top of them, whether, whether it's something that whether they, how much they care about their business, to be honest with you. Because some people open a business and they really can't be bothered because they lose interest. But I can tell from that, you know, because it's, it's different when you meet someone and say, hi, what do you do? Oh, you know, I'm a florist. You know, I love florists. I'm a florist. I have this beautiful shop on the high street, you know, and I've been in business for three years and I love it and I enjoy it. I've always wanted to be a florist. And I say, oh, wow, you know. So they'll always, they'll ask me in turn, you know, so what do you do? And I say, yeah, I help business owners with their numbers. So I can see their reaction. They're like, oh, numbers. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I do. So like, for example, do you know how much money you made last month? And from their reaction, I can know 
how they run their business. Straight away. I can know. They'll be like, mm, not really, because, you know, I've been so busy. You know, I've been so busy handling this and that. So I've not really had time to look at my numbers. Or somebody else will say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's somebody who, my accountant, you know, I have to ring my accountant to find out. Or someone will say, no, I'm still putting my numbers together. I'm trying to find a system, a process, you know, that can help me. But for now, you know, I do it on a spreadsheet in the evenings and I don't really have time. So, so there are different variations, you know. It's very, I have not met someone who has said, yes, I know my numbers. I know how much I made last month. I haven't, to be honest with you. I haven't. And I'm still looking for that person. And I will find them. And when I find them, I'll share it here because I'll be super impressed. Because that's the kind of business owner I love. You know, they are on top of things. They are ticking. Ticking, ticking, ticking. So, guys, I gotta go. Um, it's been lovely. I just love speaking to you and hearing your views and writing to me. Send me a message. Esther Kesmir on Facebook. You know, send me a message. Tell me what you're doing. Tell me what your business is and I look forward to hearing from you and to speaking to you on my next episode but for now take care